Do you remember how back in the quick intro episode for this podcast, I was headed up to Chicago? Well, here I am at Portillo's Hot Dogs, not far from the Wrigley Building in the heart of the city. It's lunchtime on March 13th, and Portillo's is actually pretty busy. But this scene won't be the case in just a few days. It's already kind of an eerie feeling. Not because it's Friday the 13th. Everyone is a little uneasy because we can see the dangers of COVID-19 building up like a wave. We don't know when and how hard it's going to crash. This podcast is designed for you, the listener, to experience destinations and the stories that make them more than just dots on a map. But it's also going to give you a real-time look into how travel is going to be affected by the coronavirus and how it's going to rally back. Thanks for joining me on this journey. This is Destinations Beyond Expectations. In the world of travel, things are constantly changing. There's always something to learn about the places we go. Welcome welcome, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations, a podcast designed for students of travel. This is DBE, and I'm your host, Stevie G. Wait, have you guys ever been to Florida? I was born and raised in sunny central Florida to parents who loved to travel. Now think about that for a second. I grew up in a top tourism destination with a family that loved to explore new places. There's no question that I started as student of travel and I feel proud to call myself a student of travel to this day. My mom grew up in Southern Germany and my dad is from the Buffalo, New York area. I got to visit these places a lot when I was young. But the cool thing is, my parents made sure we saw everything in between and some amazing things beyond. So from there, we head out to South Dakota. Have you ever gone through old pictures with your family? It's actually really fun and maybe something you want to do if you're able to during this crazy time. To the Badlands in South Dakota. That's my dad. I invited him over to go through some old photos of our family vacations. Now a little background on my dad, he's actually a musician at Disney World. Throughout his musical career, he's gotten to travel a lot, and it started when he was still in school. Did you ever take band, a, a band trip as a kid? We did, we did. Niagara Wheatfield High School was my high school, and where do we go? Walt Disney World. Back then, was only the kingdom. This was 1979, 80, 1980. Our graduating year, we came down here, uh, did a little band thing, got into the parks, and uh, the park it was just Magic Kingdom. I keep thinking parks; it's so long back. And how exci- but, how excited were you? Like, how big of a moment was was that for you? And oh, you were awesome. You know, I think anyone who thinks back of their high school trip, I will tell you, with our high school, we took one other trip to uh, the New York area. Uh, it was a jazz conference, and a really good jazz player named. Um, Don Menza played with our jazz group at this conference. And those are things you just remember as a band. You kind of go out and do a few things and see other bands play. And same thing down here. We, we only saw a couple other bands play. Uh, we didn't march. I forgot why. We didn't march down Main Street at the time for whatever reason. But we did a conference and a, a competition at one of the uh, hotels. And, of course, we went there and we... We did land in Tampa, I remember that, and we went to Bush Gardens too, I think. I we went to SeaWorld, and uh, yeah, enjoyed, of course, coming out of Buffalo in, I want to say it was March or April, 
uh, it was nice to get down there to see some heat and you know have have some nice weather and have a great time do you think traveling especially at a, a young age kind of opened your mind to different things Absolutely. I, I think any, I mean, I think my parents helped me with that. I know there's a lot of people in bands who had never traveled as extensively as we did um, as a family, but I think it's really good to go out and, you know, somebody says until you walk in someone else's shoes, you know, you go see how people live around the world and even different states, you know, different counties, even, even Florida, you know, drive up six hours up to the Panhandle. There's some really cool different things up there, you know, so it's good. It's good to get out. Quick aside, our sponsor, Kaleidoscope Adventures, they organize student group trips like the ones my dad took when he was in school, and I'll tell you more about them later. But I wanted to dive into the trips that I took as a kid, which sometimes were because of my dad's musical career. All right, so what vacation was this? This is our 2004 vacation. Uh, work. Worked in with a little work. We had a, a Pops concert in Madison, Wisconsin. So we uh, drove all the equipment up there, did the job, had fun in Madison. And then we headed out all the way to uh, Yellowstone in South Dakota and a lot of stuff in between. Did you catch that? We drove from Orlando to Madison, Wisconsin, and then all the way out to Yellowstone. What a road trip. And that was the thing about my parents. When we took a family vacation, we tried to conquer as much as we possibly could. Okay, so a lot of times when we would vacation as a family, I feel like um, we would like, you're a big get up and go early, explore. (laughs) Yeah. Like on the spectrum of like taking a very nice and easy, relaxed vacation and getting up and going, you're much more on the the side of let's go explore, let's go adventure. Well, I, yeah, when we go vacation, it's always fun to, to check out things. I feel like you can sit by a pool all day, but I'd rather go see the sights of the town or the city or the mountains or wherever you are. Um, and not to do too much, but just to have a lot of fun and, and check things out. And one of the cool places I got to check out was Europe. My grandma, or Oma, as the Germans would say, lived in a beautiful part of southern Germany, not too far from Switzerland. And one of the cool things is, of course, since mom's from Germany, we get over there every other year, basically. Yeah. And uh, so this time we went from Philadelphia to Zurich. And Zurich is about an hour and a half from where mom is. And if you know my dad, you know he loves Swiss chocolate. My favorite? I like a lot of foods, but I mean, there's times when chocolate is just the best. And there's nothing better than, than going to Switzerland. We actually go there with a... A box, and we just bring a bunch of chocolate back. As you know, I have a little chocolate bag that comes back on the plane with us. And uh, even at customs, they kind of look at it, and all of a sudden they just smile and go, okay, it's all chocolate. You're good. So as you can see, I had some sweet, no pun intended, travel opportunities when I was a kid, which made me realize that I am a student of travel. I wanted to see if my dad felt the same way. Would he consider himself a student of travel? So would you agree that you're a student of travel and talk to me a little bit about what you've learned during your travels and what you want to learn in future travels? Definitely a student of travel, and I thank my parents for that. My parents 
took us, uh, we lived, grew up in Buffalo area. We went to Whiteface Mountain. They took us to Washington, up to Toronto, took us to Europe a few times, down to Florida. And uh, mom and dad were always looking for the cool thing to go see. And so we've tried to pass that on to you. Mom loves to travel. Of course, before we got married, when she lived in Europe, she went down to France and Italy and Serbia, Croatia, and uh, did a lot of traveling on her own, too. Uh, matter of fact, her traveling to Disney to work for one year is how we met. So uh, traveling is definitely part of our life, and we continue that to this day. Um, this summer, we are hoping to go up to Oregon and Washington to uh, bump off the last two states we really haven't spent as much time on as the other states. Um, we still have Alaska and, and Hawaii, but we're we're that far with the states. Are those it? Those are the last two. You those are the last two. Off? Yeah. Well, we've been in Oregon briefly. We were there last. Week. When we went to Idaho. Uh, we did go across uh, on, on the Snake River. We did land on the uh, Oregon side, and I did have a job there one in uh, Mount Saint Mount uh, not Saint Helen Mount uh, Angel Mount Angel. It's called, and they have a very big Oktoberfest, and I. I guested there with another band. And so I was in Oregon briefly, in Portland there, and then, of course, we were at Snake River. Uh, have not done Washington, and we wanted to do that on last year's trip, but you realize it gets so big out there, you, you just no need to rush back to that, you know, how much you see in a day. Uh, we had plenty to see in, in Glacier and Montana and other places in Idaho. Idaho is a great state. My goodness, some cool stuff there. What's the next country you want to visit that you haven't been to yet? The next country, well, funny you said that because we were talking about going to Oregon, Washington this summer, and now mom's brother, Vanna, was talking about getting married in July. So mom and I already looked that maybe we go to the south of France and work our way to Spain, go Barcelona and at least do the southern part of Spain. So the answer would be Spain. But I thought you'd been to Spain before. Went to Mallorca, um, which was just an island. Um, but the mainland and that, it looks really cool, that whole area. So that's why we want to look at that a little more. Cool. Hey guys, I want to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Kaleidoscope Adventures. They are experts in student group travel. And if you have a band, choir, orchestra, STEM group, senior class, or any kind of student group, you can trust Kaleidoscope Adventures to handle the details of your next trip. Give them a call at 800 800- 774-7337 or go to their website www.mykatrip.com They truly are specialists when it comes to the planning and details of your student group trip. Now my dad works at Disney which is obviously closed right now due to the coronavirus but as somebody who has worked at Disney for many years I wanted to get his take on how travel and tourism will recover. So obviously right now, the coronavirus is a a really big thing in our country and the world. Um, And you are actually an employee at Disney. You're a full-time musician there. Do you think travel is going to bounce back? Do you think Disney is going to bounce back after this whole thing's kind of run its course? I think definitely. Not even a question. I just feel we're going to wait for this thing and figure out, like, when is a safe time to go and at some point, everyone's going to go, we need to just live. We need to just get out there and do it again. Um, so that that's 
you know, I, I think it's all going to come around. I really do. Looking back at all these family photos on our vacations, I'm reminded of all the great times I had in many great destinations. I don't think we were meant to stay in one place. The coronavirus has everyone social distancing right now, and I don't think it's a fun time for anybody. So when we beat this thing, I know I'm going to go because there is so much to see and do outside of our homes, cities, states, and countries. Thanks for taking the time to learn a little bit about me and why I call myself a student of travel. Huge shout out to Marty, my dad, for being part of our first show. I look forward to making more episodes and I can't wait to help you experience destinations and the stories that make them more than just dots on a map. Talk to you soon.